1: We have an interesting conversation going up. But here we at WCCO Radio, we hear the voices from Minnesotans, period. If you are Republican, Democrat, independent, or just don't fit into any of those walls politically. Um, We still welcome your voice. And that's the beauty of it all, especially here on Still Talking. In this particular half hour, um, we're going to have Dennis Smith join us. Now, who is Dennis Smith? Dennis is running for attorney general. Um, He is coming on to talk about what he wants to do, what he wants to create if he becomes um, attorney general. And he is joining us right now. Mr. Dennis Smith, how are you?
0: I'm well, thank you. Happy Easter. Great to be on your show.
1: Happy Easter, happy Happy Ramadan, and happy Passover. Uh, it's great to have you join us tonight. And, of course, um, you are running against uh, Minnesota Attorney General Keith Ellison and that you have announced what it is that you really want to happen if you win this position. Let's talk about it.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you know, our, it's been said that the measure of, of society is how it's, we treat our weakest members you know, those who lack status and voice in their community. And too many of our weakest members, you know, women, children, immigrants, they're being end up being victims of human trafficking. <clears throat> Minnesota ranks almost the worst in the country in human and sex trafficking. That is simply unacceptable. This has been going on for years. And this will be a, a main part of my, um, it's a main part of my campaign. It'll be a main part of my administration when I become attorney general to end human and sex trafficking.
1: This has been attempted for decades, if not centuries. I mean it has been a problem for a long time, and once we got technology going on, um, it really has been um, not easier by any means. I mean it is difficult uh, in this whole process it's a it's a web that has un- cannot be unweaved. and when we know this and we still say we have to do this, we have to stop it, but it hasn't stopped yet. I mean you can go back decades and it hasn't stopped. So how is it that you can say I know that what I'm going to do, it's gonna stop?
0: Because we have to. We we owe this to our citizens. We can't continually to be at the top of the charts of being one of the most sex trafficking uh, states in the country. I mean that that's just not acceptable to all the Minnesotans that I know. So we we just have to do better. Just like with the crime, a crime has increased in almost every category, um and and we have an attorney general who wants to decrease, you know, wants to tear apart the police department as opposed to finding ways to end crime and and to decrease crime. So it isn't how difficult it's going to be. I don't think we can look at it that way. I think we need to look at it in a way where this has to be done and we can't stop until we achieve that goal because every single citizen in Minnesota deserves that.
1: Let's talk about um, your experiences with um, trafficking. I mean, is this something that you studied in college? Is this something that has really fallen on your heart over, you know, a certain amount of years? And if so, then you obviously have a plan for this. Would you like to share it with us?
0: Yeah. So it's been a while since I've been in college. I appreciate the the um, the the notion <laughs> the, the suggestion that that I, that I just graduated is something that's very
1: very kind. No, no, um,
0: but not I, I mean. no, but I know, no, I know. It's just that the, but no, I have been studying this issue for quite some time and I'm um, looking at how Minnesotans and all the areas that were not doing well in regard to what the Attorney General can do, and yeah, th- this is a complex problem. You know, the points you've made on it are absolutely true, and we need an Attorney General who, number one, will give this uh, issue attention because our website isn't even up to date our website is over two It has two-year-old information on it and that that that's pretty easy i it. Mean, i could stop by their office and update that tomorrow if they wanted but we need better coordination we need an attorney general that will be focused on this that can harness all the different law enforcement agencies that are working on this and it is complex but this is a complex problem the solution is going to be complex and and i know that i, I know that i can do this
1: I don't know of any state where it is not complex. So I'm curious to know be, um, how you're, you're going to enter into this if you become um, attorney general, because here's the deal. You know, if you go to Minnesota Human Trafficking um, Task Force, right, they've got their quarterly meeting happening just Monday, this, uh, uh, no, April 25th, April 25th of this year. And this quarterly meeting you can participate in um, is April 25th from 9 to a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And it's interesting, uh, the agenda really talks about technology and how important it is when it comes to sex and labor trafficking specifically. Specifically, How will you deal with the importance and understanding of technology when it comes to this? Because that has been um, a big plus for so many states in this country, um, like getting those numbers down and trying to save as many as possible.
0: Yeah, no, certainly technology is, is a piece of the solution. And our police need to do a better job using technology as well. Um, and, you know, they're making advances in that. But when we aren't making any headway on a problem, we have to ask ourselves, you know, what else can we be doing or could we be doing it better? And having meetings are great. I mean, but if they're not producing results, you need to ask yourself, you know, what else can we be doing to to solve this? Because, you know, if I mean, you know, for the victims that I've spoken to, I mean, having a meeting is not going to solve this. I mean, that 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 doesn't help their pain and in what they have been through. And I I just refuse to accept Minnesota being near last on the list of of states, you know, that are working on this problem.
1: Near last on the list. So how far down are we?
0: Yeah, Um, the FBI, uh, there's a report from the FBI that we're the third most um, human trafficking uh, cases, the the third most in the country. Mm. And there's other categories where we're all in the top five of the of the most common. And that, you know, that's just that's not that's not Minnesota.
1: That, that is not Are you from Minnesota? Are, are you from, from Minnesota? Minnesota? I am not. And I have to tell you, when I first moved here, I didn't hear about human trafficking or sex trafficking at first. And then in the late 80s, oh, my gosh, did I start to hear it, and into the 90s and into yeah. the 2000s. And we know that this has been a problem. And so many attorney generals have talked about wanting to deal with this. Do you think we have what it takes in the state of Minnesota to stop it in its tracks? And if so, what are the two? Tools
0: we need well um, the first thing we need we need to do is elect Dennis Smith as Attorney General that's step one but step two is um, be and talk about this issue more and that's why I appreciate you having me on your show tonight to talk about this issue because there needs to be more awareness um, the people that are being victims of of human and sex trafficking they're often our weakest members people who don't have the largest the loudest voice in our community I will bring attention to this issue. Awareness is, is something we need to do more of in this state, um, and I will make that a focus of, this, um, of when I'm attorney general.
1: I understand that. Yet we have had technology trying to deal with it. We've had electronic devices trying to deal with it. We've tried to prosecute cases related to sexual assault, domestic violence, dating violence, stalking, and human trafficking. I mean, we keep mm-hmm. trying all of these things. So I need to know, what more will you offer for this? Because we've had this rallying rallying cry for a long time. And it has worn some people out from police officers to state patrol, you name it. Even those, those, um, nonprofit organizations or foundations that are giving constantly, like the Carlson Foundation, you know, they, they, mm-hmm. they actually have these boards out in some of the, um, near areas of the airport just to show people, hey, look for this. If you see a child on the, the plane and she's doing these things or he's doing these things, make sure you tell someone up at the front. You know, we've been, um, right. Right. They're educating us on how to deal with this, yet there's there's barely you know much of it in the bucket that's gone I and know. done. Yeah. So yep, how? Yeah, and
0: also, like the, Yeah, I'm sorry for interrupting. Yes, yeah, please. No, continue. no, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, as you know, the the, the the warning signs that you're speaking to, I was going to um, jump in and say that. Yeah, and also the. Um, the hand signals, um, there are certain hand signals that right. um, that victims use to indicate when they can't, you know, when they can't speak up, because often, you know, that is the case, you know, where whether they virtually are being held hostage in plain sight, you know, but we need better coordination. So you mentioned some nonprofits that are working on this, and they've done great work, and our police agencies, the law enforcement agencies, they are working on this issue as well, but, you know, but it's not working, so we need better coordination. We need to use technology in a way that hasn't been used before, um, and then and also, you know, make more awareness of this issue because um, this is so important. And it's not talked about it all the time. And when you know, if anyone thinks that this issue is not something that should be, you know, a day one priority um, for you know for me when I'm Attorney General, is they need to come with me and talk to um, some of the victims that I've spoken to about this. And this is a crime that should not be committed in our state, and I, I will stand up and say we have zero tolerance for human trafficking in this state that that is not that message has not been delivered it will when i 'm attorney general
1: mm. also in your bio uh, or the information I received um, over your tenure, you have received numerous legislative awards um, for protection yeah. of consumer rights, Minnesota businesses and the environment, and you are known. Um, for your diligence, your bridge-building, fairness, and dedication to liberty and freedom. And I have to tell you, I've never heard of you. So that really surprised me, but I'm really happy that I have talked with you tonight, that I hear exactly what you're going for, and you are going to stick with the Sex and Labor Trafficking Task Force, correct? That is what you want to do. That is clarity on who and what you are going to work on if you become Attorney yep. General.
0: Yeah, when I become attorney general, there's going to be three things. It's going to be uh, reducing crime. It's going to be ending human sex trafficking. um, And it's going to to be making sure the state government does what it's supposed to. um, And And what is that? And what is that?
1: What is that? What is the state government supposed to do? Oh, yeah.
0: What do you mean? In October, um, so in in, uh, 2020, during the election, um, Mm -hmm. our secretary of state circumvented the legislative process and changed the election rules. Um, That should have been tested in court, Um, that should have been challenged, Um, and it it wasn't. I mean, that's one example of how the government, when we we don't have any diversity in our government and everyone is from the same party, um, you don't have the checks and balances that the framers of our state constitution and the federal constitution designed. Um, So I will bring that uh, diversity in thought. I will be challenging the governor or any other um, executive office or these agencies um when they when they need to be when they're not following the rules and that's what the attorney general should have been doing and that's what i'll be doing when i'm attorney general
1: so are you saying that about the democrats as well as the republicans as well as the independents oh, yeah.
0: yeah i think yeah i think whenever um, our system is a divide is meant works best when we're a divided government and as a proud republican it would be great if we held all four executive offices and controlled the Senate and controlled the minnesota house that that would be great um, and it 's just not a realistic thing and it it rarely happens in any state, but when it does happen um, it's you know usually the party has issues and you look back about when a president um, a new president comes in and he's uh, he or she 's of one party, and then the House and the Senate when they 're all controlled by the same uh, party. Um, within four years by the time they're not becoming president um, the other chambers have flipped to the other to you know To the other parties. when you look and you study about the, you know, the transfer the parties going back and forth So we you know, we have a divided government system um, Our country usually likes to have divided government um, in the individual states and at the federal government um, And government works best when that's the case and the Attorney General's office has been held by a Democrat for 56 years 56 years and this office will have um, with me as the attorney general this office will have an injection of an injection of new ideas and a new thought process and a breath of fresh air that was been needed a long time ago uh, no office i would say democrat republican independent no office should be held by the same party for that length of time
1: well, I tell you, we could take that discussion much further, and we're not going to do that tonight because, of course, I disagree okay. with you on many of that. And, and of course, um, the challenge that we have is that we're constantly looking at who is being, um, who, who are the Republicans, who are the new people signing up for Republican, who are the new ones signing up for the Democrats. We are divided today because our leaders are dividing us. So if you say, I'm going to run for this particular office of Attorney General, and I'm going to stick to this one thing, it's really important to me. Well, you have three, but the Sex and Labor Trafficking Task Force is really important to you. You've even chosen a woman to actually be the person to do this, help you do this. Am I correct?
0: Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, the chair of the committee is Representative Marion O'Neill.
1: Okay. And so Marion... O'Neill is a representative, and she has agreed to lead the task force to work with the state and federal law enforcement to formulate an effective strategy to put traffickers behind bars and rescue the victims. Are you going to work across the aisle? All hands on deck for exactly what you're trying to do, all hands on deck, not just the Republicans, not just the Democrats, not just the independents, everyone come together to make sure that this, these numbers go down for us. And I'm going to look that up and see what those numbers are. You say we're number three in the country. So that means that we have more Right, <laughs> there's only two other right. states ahead of us. Only right. two other states ahead of us. So yeah. it, this is all hands on deck. So you know it doesn't no, make sense for us to sit here and talk about the division, um, and and that the Democrats do this and the Republicans do this. We need everyone on board, including you. And and if you were to run in this office, please tell me that you are going to work with anyone who is interested, who are our leaders right in the legislature, you will work with any of them, no matter what party they serve. Please tell me you will do that. Because if you don't, we will never fix this problem.
0: Yeah, no, we will never fix it. Yeah, no, I agree. I will work with um, all people who are interested in working on this um, of every party, Democrats and Republicans. Um, We need to solve this problem. And if you look at my legislative record, um, I have significant bills that I worked on at the legislature that had bipartisan support. Um, I was a bridge builder in the legislature. Um, I received all those awards you mentioned earlier because I did work um, with, with with people in all the parties in in the capitol and, and i 'm very proud of that you I mean we 're all in this together um, and you know the true mark of a good legislation is getting members from both um, parties on it and And when I was in the legislature um governor dayton was uh was our governor and he signed all of the bills that i passed through the legislature and um and you know take a look at my record it will speak for itself that um i work with um both parties i work with the democrats um and and i have a really accomplished record in doing that
1: all i know is that the republicans are not working with the democrats and it it just cannot happen this way we all get on yeah. board All right, Dennis, I hope to have you on again to discuss it as we get closer.
0: Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Have a good evening.
1: You too. Thank you. All right. So for me, Jonathan, if you're there, um, it's very tough when you hear legislators now that are getting ahead of the elections and they're, you know, wanting to get their voice out there. But boy, every moment I sit down, every moment I breathe. Eventually, that pause is going to invite the thought of my frustration, even my anger, my disdain for those legislators who refuse to work together. Even if you disagree, we ought to be able to settle somewhere in a compromise. But that's not what's happening in our country. And if it doesn't get back to that, we're doomed because it takes all of us to work together to solve these huge problems. Now, I know many of you may not agree with that. And that's okay. You have every right to disagree. But all I want every candidate to say, and I've I've decided I'm gonna run for office one day. I really did speak that. I'm gonna run for office. And every day or every month, goes by and I think about what is happening I say to myself why why would I ever do that and so many of you listening may have thought of it or maybe you think oh no I could never do that I could never do that and it's really quite surprising when someone gets in and they might have said that and then they have to do the work so please stay involved let's pay attention and let's work together.